0: You're listening to RE Snapshots, where each fortnight we chat about the science behind the weeds and decode some of the trickier concepts which crop up. In this episode of RE Snapshots, we're catching up with RE researcher Dr. Danica Goggin. Danica is going to explain the results from her recent paper, Peroxisulfone resistant annual ryegrass has enhanced capacity for glutathione transferase-mediated peroxisulfone conjugation which roughly translates to the fact that ryegrass has been found to be capable of resisting the well-known herbicide Secura. Peter Newman has also recently wrote a RE Insight on this paper and we'll be providing the link to that in the show notes and if you'd like to read this paper in full we'll also provide the link to that as well but Dr Danica Goggin does join me firstly how are you going Danica? Good thanks. Thank you so much for joining me on the podcast again. Now, before we get into the details of this paper, can you tell us a little bit about what you're
1: currently working on? Because you've had a bit of change of pace recently. Yes, I've sort of escaped from 2,4-D a bit and I've moved on to some of their pre-emergent herbicides. So I'm looking at how plants detoxify those, so synmethalin, carb bixazone,
0: Okay, cool. Yeah, nice change of pace, Danica. And so we're going to talk about this paper and the findings in this particular podcast, but you obviously had to look at uh, the ryegrass-resistant Sakura. So how was this population discovered or the resistance to Sakura uh, originally
1: discovered, Danica? Well, before Sakura was commercialised, Roberto Buzzi from Ari did some recurrent selection work on a population resistant to other herbicides and he managed to develop resistance to paroxysulfone in that and for this study we're using a different population that's also been recurrently selected but there's also been some field evolved populations popping up now in South Australia and WA that have resistance as well.
0: Okay, cool. Obviously, you looked at the mechanism that was found to be responsible for this resistance. Could you describe what the mechanism was that you
1: found? Uh, We found that the Sakura molecule, which is officially known as pyroxysulfone, was cut in half and conjugated to a big water-soluble molecule called glutathione, and so that makes the herbicide non-toxic to the plant.
0: How frustrating. And conjugating, that's a bit of a tricky word. Can you maybe describe what's going on maybe in a little bit more detail with some terms that might be a bit more easy
1: to understand? Uh, yeah, well, the, the big soluble glutathione molecule is stuck onto the herbicide by an enzyme called glutathione transferase or GST. So the GST binds to the glutathione and then attacks the herbicide molecule and sticks the glutathione onto that. And in the case of the pyroxysulfone, it also chops the molecule in half and sticks the glutathione onto one half, and so both halves are now non-toxic. Okay that
0: makes sense and if you didn't quite get that that's what the uh, reverse function of the podcast is so pause and go back and have a listen again if you didn't quite get that that time but Danica let's move on. Uh, Can you talk to us about what the level of resistance of ryegrass
1: to secure is that you found? Well in our recurrently selected population it was about a fourfold level of resistance so that's not that high because wheat is about 40 fold compared to our susceptible ryegrass so the resistant ryegrass isn't too resistant yet but you know it may accelerate from there
0: yeah it's important to be across how uh, it's it's evolving and you measured various plant parts for GST levels as well so I'll ask you what you found there but can you just tell us again you did mention it earlier but just give us an overview of GST again Danica.
1: Um, it's an enzyme or a big family of enzymes and one of their main functions is to find the uh, any toxic molecules that enter the cell and detoxify them so they do that by sticking glutathione onto the molecule which totally changes its chemical properties so it's not toxic anymore.
0: And we had a bit of a chat off mic about what the S and GST stands for because it doesn't quite make sense. Can you just give us that
1: little science factoid as well? Oh uh, yes. Well, the glutathione transferases used to be called glutathione S transferases. That's where the GST comes from, and the S stands for sulfur because it usually binds the glutathione via the sulfur molecule in glutathione, but I think they've found that that's not always true, so they changed the name and took out the S.
0: Just a little bit of confusion there, but you explain it very well. And so going back, circling back to the question, so you did measure various parts of the plant for GST levels. What did you find?
1: I found that the roots contained a lot higher than the shoots And that was the case for the general overall GST activity as well as the specific pyroxysulfone attacking GST activity. And in the case of Sakura resistance, this would make sense for the plant to have it in the roots because that's where the pyroxysulfone first comes in contact with the seedling
0: and obviously it's good to know this information it's currently not that severe in the field yet at the rates that you're talking about but obviously there is there is concern that it might get worse and so talking about what farmers and agronomists can think about doing in terms of countering this would herbicide mixes potentially help in this situation what's your take on it
1: yeah they probably could help because The GST mechanism that's used to detoxify Sakura is not used uh, for other herbicides such as trifluralin. So if, for example, you mixed Sakura and trifluralin, the plant would have to use two different systems to detoxify both so it might be harder for the plant. Or you could also try a mixture with another herbicide that is also detoxified by GST so that you can overwhelm the GST system. But our preliminary results suggest that might not be happening in the case of prosulfur carb anyway, so stay tuned.
0: <laughs> okay, awesome. And so, when can we anticipate maybe some more results on this, Danica?
1: I'm going to look further at the whether this GST we found in this one population is also regulated in a whole lot of others. So, that will be hopefully early next year sometime.
0: Excellent. Well, we'll keep people in the loop
1: uh, on the podcast
0: and through RE Insight, but thank you so much for explaining this paper for us today.